0: Here's a message from Ken LaVica. Here at the Honda Classic, the talk is Phil Mickelson. The talk is what was he thinking? Phil Mickelson, what a fall from Grace. Who's had the biggest fall from Grace before Phil? Stone LeBanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get it? Go!
1: You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. <laughs> Turn it up! From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063.
0: Ah, uh, it has arrived. The <laughs> best weekend of the year. Honda Classic Week. And it is underway at PGA National and all has clouds surrounding it with Phil Mickelson and Saudi Arabia (laughs) and controversy, my God. Welcome to the... Ken Levicka Live Road Show. We are coming to you from PGA National, first round of the Honda Classic, and we are live on ESPN 106, 3 Bright Line on the Move. And again, we are in Palm Beach Gardens. They are well teed off by this point. I am Ken Levicka, and it is Thursday, and Pierre Garcon yes, is sir. out yes, here. Pierre is yes, living the big <laughs> life. He is back from the Super Bowl where he <laughs> took over Los Angeles, and he has come to the PGA Tour. Now you. You said something Pierre and by the way pierre garçon uh the oh, the Palm Beach County legend John I. Leonard, the Colts the Washington Commanders the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and uh, led the NFL in uh, receiving in 2013 now you said you've never been to a PGA tour event first time ever first time ever and it's uh, pretty intense you have you have lived the uh-huh. pro athlete life <laughs> you 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 have lived that you have retired a proud contributing big name wide receiver you've never been to a PGA Tour event.
2: It's unfortunate. I have to, uh, you know, go to more events like this. Man, <laughs> man. I have to. I have to make,
0: must make it a task. Pierre's had a nice retirement, but now I feel like this is the capper. This is the capper This is right when here. it gets good. Yeah, this is when it gets good, and then he's going to go hang out in a suite later on. Man, hey, hang with Ken. Le- Here's the lesson. Hang with Ken Levick, Pierre. I've, <laughs> I've got, got you taken I, care I, of. I appreciate it. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz back in the uh, ESPN West. Paul manager and John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers right off of the sparkling and gorgeous Intracoastal. Uh, Stone, how big is your FOMO right now? I'm
3: going (laughs) to give you guys like one or two times to make the joke, and then then after that I'll get pissed.
0: (laughs) Then it's it's pissed off time, and that's when the mics get shut off. Um, So, I want to start with since we are at the Honda Classic uh, I want to start with the story that has completely taken over golf over the last week, and that is Phil Mickelson. Now, I don't know how much, Pierre, I you... I do not know much Okay, of it. I do so not. I'm going to give you the, the the layman's version... That's perfect. ...of this, okay? Yes. And so, the PGA Tour, there are now competing leagues that are trying to start up. One of them is run... is in, 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 in part run by Greg Norman. Uh-huh. They're... Financed by Saudi Arabia. Okay, the Saudis have a lot of money, but also there's, you know, a lot of human rights violation questions about the Saudis. They're trying to recruit PGA Tour players to come and play for them. The PGA Uh Tours, if you do that, you're dead to us. You lose your PGA Tour card, don't bother coming back. So it's been wow. major contention. The big stars have all been asked about it. You're either for or against oh, this Saudi league. Yeah, ult- it, it's definitely <laughs> yeah, ultimatum. an ultimatum. You're exactly right. Wow. So uh, Phil Mickelson is the subject of a book by legendary golf writer Alan Shipnook. And he was asked, Phil Mickelson was asked by Alan Shipnook about this Saudi Arabian league. Okay, mm-hmm. and this was Phil's response Saudi Arabians, quote, are scary mother bleepers. They kill journalist Jamal Kasagi. They execute people over there for being gay. But going to that league is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates, end quote. (laughs) That was Phil Mickelson's response to, hey, I'll go play in Saudi Arabia despite the fact they have these human rights violations and they're murdering and uh, you can't have a true free way of life because... Uh, you know what? I'm going to stick it to the PGA Tour. You as someone who's been in the public eye, Pierre, uh-huh. you as someone who has been in front of the media and you've tried to convey yourself in a positive way, uh, that's not a good way to do it, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think he was in a lose-lose situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Probably would have been like, you know what? I'm still I'm still weighing my options. Right,
2: right. I think whatever he said would have been the wrong decision. Right. Because players have rights to you know, express of sure. how they feel about the way things are being ran because you know we we as NFL players feel the same way that the NFL should do this. Uh-huh. Like, wait, OBJ got hurt in the Super Bowl with his mm-hmm. knee because mm-hmm. of the turf. Yeah, yeah. We don't want turf
0: at every stadium because it's right. harder on our joints. Right. And this is, <laughs> but with this, if you're going to try and make a case like, hey, I um I I want to stick it to the PGA Tour and I don't think they're treating us fairly, don't preface it by saying oh i know that this place i'm gonna go play golf they murder people and they are terrible when it comes to human rights but i want to stick it to the pga tour he could have just left it as yeah. "Hey, i think the pga tour treats me unfairly <laughs> that's just me like that's just me in the way that i would operate but who am i i'm not phil Mickelson. hey but phil does his own thing he marches to the beat of his own drummer it's he bad does. bad pr Bad PR from Phil Mickelson's part, so much so that his main sponsor, KPMG, mm-hmm. they said, hey, after 16 years, sorry, bro, we're out. Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's had uh, a a partnership with Amstel Light. They said, hey, Phil, sorry, bro. So it's that bad. We're out. It's <laughs> that bad. It's I haven't bad, paid my bad. Attention, <laughs> Yeah. And so Phil has decided, he, he gave the apology.
2: So... so. Those sponsors are more with the PGA.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and they're anti-human rights violations. And so yeah, yeah, the, the brands especially are like, oh, Phil, what
4: are you doing? Yeah, so
0: Phil yeah. decided he's going to lay low for a while. He apologized, and he's going to he's going to uh, reflect, okay, as you do when you make a bad mistake like that. This is a massive fall from grace, though, for a guy who <laughs> we were celebrating. Like, think about Phil Mickelson last year, Pierre. Yeah, this is a guy mm-hmm. who we all thought we were convinced he was going to Higher, he had right. said. Did he win last year? He won the he PGA had, Championship. He, but, yeah. but and before that, the, the U.S. Open was at Pebble Beach, and he had said that that might be the last, the last major he ever plays at. Yeah. All of a sudden. He wins at Kiowa Island, wins the PGA Championship, and completely restored <laughs> his playing legacy. Uh-huh. This is a guy who is the oldest major winner of all time. We yeah, say, wow, know he's older. Yeah, uh-huh. like, wow, Phil, amazing. We can't believe it. You've, you He pressed the reset button on your career. Mm-hmm. And now he's completely washed all of that away. <laughs> and now he's in hiding uh, because he has committed the PR blunder of a lifetime. It is an epic fall from grace. Like You almost think about it, if Phil Mickelson, did not win the PGA championship. Uh-huh. He's not being asked about the Saudi Golf League because chances are he's retired and he's already in a broadcast booth somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Like, this is, I, I I feel badly to an extent, but he sort of dug his own grave here. But this this is a massive fall from grace where you're at the highest of highs mm-hmm. and now he's like six feet under. Yeah, you know, he's Phil Mickelson. You know, he'll bounce back. You, know, he, you think he he he'll bounce the back? Characteristics that, yeah, well, you know,
2: hopefully, you know. It doesn't grow from this. That's what the PGA wants. They don't want you know more talks about the Saudi yeah. Arabian League because yeah. that's their competition, and you know it, it. all depends on if any other players want to jump on Field sure. side to push back because you know. You get power in numbers. Yeah, <laughs> well, and if you it, have
0: support, but but
2: nobody will feel comfortable no. with, with playing in Saudi Arabia. No,
0: that's, and, that's, and and so like there are a couple of players that want to join this league, but none of, of them course. have gone to the point of oh yeah, I know that they're atrocious and their human rights record is terrible. Oh, but I want to send a message to the PGA Tour. They both said, well, "Hey, I'm chasing the money." Well, exactly. It's, it's you know, sports is a business. Just leave it at that. You know, like leave it at that. I'm chasing the money. I would have been totally okay with. Yeah, that. yeah. You know,
2: but you know, Phil's talking to himself when he says because hey, <laughs> uh-huh. if you go there and do a bad business deal, you might not be able uh, to get it. Exa- exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're not coming back. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't think he would ever put himself his risk his self at risk. No, like that. but you know, there are guys, young players that you know, obviously don't
0: get paid enough. Hey, they don't win, and and that's totally good. Like I'm all for chasing the money again like you say the the <laughs> what was the the best moment of your career what was your favorite spot what was the place that you remain a fan of Washington because made, why made
2: the most money. Uh, huh? they paid you the money yeah. exactly but, that's fine but, but in golf you know if you win it doesn't matter where you play you're gonna get paid the money sure but, you know but we, we, yeah. as football
0: players, get chosen. Right, right. But, Phil, go get paid, but don't say, oh, I know that they're murderers, and I know well, that they're terrible the people, <laughs> but, oh, I want to make a point against the PGA. Phil, bro, like, hire me as your PR specialist, okay? I could have helped him in this moment. It's a massive... Right, you fo- said he should have just never said it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Phil, just shut up, man. You what, got done, what, and just what, shut he's up. He's trying to get a message across of saying, hey, PGA, we're not happy. Yeah, let's, let's, but now let's, what he's done, do you think the Saudi, the, the Saudi Arabians, who are, are funding this league now, after he's said all those things too about saudi arabia are uh, gonna be like hey come phil play. come on buddy come on pal come i'm, I'm play sure they us. heard worse <laughs> <laughs> actually you know I'm what sure. you're probably I'm not sure wrong about that worse. um but but it, it is a massive fall from grace so much mm-hmm. so that he is he's just going into hiding at this point and i'm wondering before phil uh-huh. what's the athlete that had the most rapid fall from grace that we have seen, because Phil, this has been almost in the snap of a finger. It went from, oh, we love Phil, to, oh,
2: Phil, no, this well, isn't good. in the days of
0: social media. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. It happens for more sure. often. For absolutely. Which we, which we don't want it to happen, Absolutely, but, you know, it happens. Who is the, the, the athlete before Phil? that had the most rapid fall from grace, 888-760-3776, 760 3776 And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063 on Twitter, that's 888-760-3776. And I hate to do this, because I'm a big, big, big fan of this guy, and he lives real close to here, <laughs> and he has played at the Honda Classic, but the to me the biggest fall from grace before Phil was much more high profile and it was Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, for, that's for different of reasons. Of course.
2: I think mean, that's, you know, obvious, you know, cuz you know, he's Tiger, but you know, there are plenty of those. <laughs> we, yeah.
1: Oh, we for get the sure. headlines <laughs> for sure.
0: And it all depends on profile. Like that's the thing. That's why I'm saying with Phil, like these comments to me are are abhorrent. I mean it's just it, it's a terrible decision for him to do what he did, but they don't get as much press as they got if he doesn't win the PGA championship. Last I agree, year. I agree. But I think it should just also be the fall
2: from grace from, you know, a media standpoint and then from a physical standpoint because, you know, that's more like, hey, all right, why did you fall from grace? But the media part, you know, that's... that's Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You say one wrong thing, you tweet one wrong thing. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And golf is a mental sport where, you know, if you're mentally not into it, you can definitely see your play goes, you know,
0: drastically down. I would argue that Tiger's fall from grace was so much more unfair, though, than Phil's. Like, Phil, he had plenty of time to think about why he wanted (laughs) to go to Saudi Arabia. He had plenty of time to think about, oh, I'm conflicted, I know. But then he laid it out, and then... after Oh yeah, they're they're terrible people, and they they uh, they murder people, and they are awful when it comes so to human rights. Yeah, he pissed off both <laughs> sides exactly. I mean, what Tiger did? Tiger did what a lot of people with money do, and that is uh, he you know- started. He started uh, a sampler platter. <laughs> like, that's, that's what happened with Tiger. He Money got to him, and he decided to, he was going to spend it. Strike. Yeah, it yeah exactly. It. <laughs> and it, is it a good look? No. Had he cultivated an image of uh, squeaky clean, doing things the right way? Yes. But he got a lot. There was a lot of ancillary damage that was done that I think was unfair to Tiger, where people started making just overreaching judgments about him. Like, fine, he, he screwed up. And he cheated on his wife, and his wife attacked him with a golf club. And yes, there's the the Perkins waitress and uh, <laughs> Rachel Lachatel and all those people. But again, it's not like he 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 hurt someone. But it's not like it was physically hurting someone. It's mm. not like it was supporting a state that is is consistently uh, funding atrocities. Like Tigers Fall from Grace was one of the most. Incredible things I've ever seen because it turned into a pylon on him. That's what usually happens when you fall from ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes the fall so much. A but fall for deeper. that, but for that, it, it, like it is again. I'm not condoning yeah. that mm-hmm. type of behavior, strain from marriage, all of those things. But again, I, I mean, pro athletes, that's the thing. It happens it's part of it you know when you
2: grow when you become one of the top in your you know or you're the king of the mountain You know, yeah. everybody's waiting for you to come down yeah. <laughs> they waiting for you to roll on down that hill but yeah. you know it, it happens and some it's self-inflicted in some it's sure, like sure. unfair treatment because of how you know big of a statue you are and I think that's also what you know Happening in Phil Miggson right now. Yeah. He just won recently. Yeah. Yeah. If he would have. Because there have been other players that complain about PGA too. Oh, and for sure. Know, it goes one week and then, yeah. you know. No but doubt. they don't have as much sponsors. Or right. Sponsor, right. So. No
0: doubt. No doubt. But it, it, it's just the hey, yeah, they, uh, in his words, they murder gay people. And they <laughs> murdered this Washington Post uh, columnist. It's crazy. And, man. Uh, but. But you know what I'm good with that because i want to make money and stick it to the p g a tour like that you can't you can't you can't equate those things you can't put them together in the same thought you can't do that at least like tiger tiger was um you know he was just a a little a little uh you know. He, enjoying he too to much enjoying too much he was enjoying it too much he, yeah. too yeah. much. he, he, he a needed to blow off some steam. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. but but because of his profile too though things just absolutely spiraled out of control when it comes to sports falls from grace before Phil what was the ultimate example was it tiger 888 760 six zero three3776 before Phil's fall from Grace what was the ultimate sports fall from grace, the rapid one where you said, wow, this guy or this woman was top of the mountain, and now, oh, boy, nobody can walk alongside That's that's
2: irony you said woman because, you know, Marion Jones was, like, my idol growing up because, you know, it was Marion Jones. (laughs) You know
0: what? That didn't even occur to me. You're right. Marion Jones was Olympic champion. I think those track athletes, you know, the guy
2: out of Canada, too, as well, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Jeez. like Yeah. Because when you're that guy, <laughs> the fastest person in the world, right? Like, anything you know that goes negative, that found out you were cheating, it's yeah. like, all right, you weren't the fastest. Person right, ever. right.
0: And then it's the debate of, oh, how much did the, how much help did this athlete get from the steroids? Yeah, too much because yeah. <laughs> you're winning. <laughs> this is why now, like Marion Jones, that mm-hmm. example, Ben Johnson, that example. That's why when anyone is great at what they do, we now as fans just assume. That they're on steroids, that they're getting help, right? Mm-hmm. Like Usain Bolt seemed too good to be true.
2: He had that size too, as well. That 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 long yeah. you know, stride, yeah. which made it perfect. But and you're you know, a speed guy, yeah. And and to see, you know, they did have questions about him, you know, taking taking. Style oh yeah, it. for sure. But, that always but, is going to exist. But he, I think his size just was well, just like you know, it was, it was the perfect fit, so it wasn't yeah. as hard to question it. You know, because he fit the bill yeah. of, like, being that tall, being that fast, you know, being that strideful. But know, I
0: think we always now, because of a Marion Jones, because of a Ben Johnson, we yeah. just assume, oh, too good to be true. There's got to be something there. I, you know,
2: when, when Marion Jones, yeah, there was nothing physically special about Marion Jones besides, you know, obviously she was just fast. Yeah. You know, like, I wouldn't question it as much because it was Usain Bolt, how tall, his right. how athletic built. Marion Jones was you know, she can be walking around right here like, all right, you're the fastest person in the world. But yeah. I'm like Yeah. You have a lot of determination or something's helping, but I can I can see, you know, that angle as like, hey, she probably did test it positive and, Man. and they accept it.
0: I love that angle though. Marion Jones. For me before Phil, the, the most rapid fall from Grace, Tiger Woods. But Pierre says Marion Jones, I mean that turned track and field on its head. Her I don't think comp- I don't think it've ever bounced back. To the impact that no. Marion Jones had, Chris. no, you know, Addison
2: Felix is good, you know, uh, you know, the USA woman as a whole is good. Jones but Marion Jones has resonated through generations. I think she of did like three events, female like sprinters, two hundred.
0: Yeah, she didn't do the four hundred. No, no, I don't think so. The four by one. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. right. That's what we had. Pierre says Marion Jones. I say Tiger yes. Woods. For you, who is the athlete that had the the quickest, most rapid fall from grace before Phil? Because it has been a bad week for Phil Mickelson. I mean, it's been a real bad week for Phil Mickelson. It's cost him Whoa, money. It's been a bad week. Mike Mike Tyson had a couple of falls from grace. Oh, my. Mike Tyson. He had a couple of falls. Uh-huh. Buster Douglas and then prison. Yes. <laughs> he had a couple of falls from grace. He had ra- a, cup, a couple <laughs> of falls from grace, no doubt. Mike Tyson is definitely in this conversation. <laughs> or were the most significant falls from grace before Phil in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us, at KLV1063. Pete is in Jupiter. Pete is on Ken Levic Alive. What's up, Pete?
4: Hey guys, love the show. To me, Appreciate the you, greatest buddy. fall has been Lance Armstrong. Ooh, that is guy right was a dominant one. force. Yeah. Everyone loved him. Yeah. And that's, then it turns yeah. out he was cheating the whole time.
0: And, and Pete, that's a perfect one because, uh, listen, I still, even after he admitted to taking steroids, I still defended him on this radio station saying that, oh, well, his Live Strong movement, people still were able to grab inspiration from that in their Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cancer battles or whatever. But also after the fact, Pete, I mean, Lance Armstrong, the way he tried to take people down with him, he's just a jerk. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and appreciate the call. It was the after the fact. What what did he do after? I I, I wasn't up to the news. So what he did is he basically, anyone around him in U.S. cycling Mm -hmm. or any one of the steroid testers, he tried to say, oh, they're out to get me. He tried to act like the victim in all of this. He tried to act like he was being targeted when, in reality, the entire time, He's taken steroids. He dashed fellow cyclers' dreams to be the apex, and he was doping the entire time. And he's giving off this, this, this view of him as this fighter, this cancer battler. Look at me. When again, the entire time, deny, 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 deny. But he was taking steroids, and then after the fact, he acted like the victim. There was no apology. There was no. Um, th- there was no him saying, you know what. That's on me. Um, I apologize for for yeah yeah. (laughs) He didn't take any any of the blame for anything. It was the victim complex. It's what drives me crazy about Aaron Rodgers is that he says things and put things out there, (laughs) and then he says, "Oh, why are you focusing on me? Because you put all that stuff out there, man. Stop acting like the victim." I mean, he ended up being Lance Armstrong ended up being a big. Jerk. And I defended him after the fact. And it's one of the dumbest things I've done on this radio station. I've done a lot of dumb things, Pierre. You know that. Uh, let's go to Derek in Palm Beach. Derek, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's going on, Derek? You got this
1: in the big one, dude. Aaron Hernandez.
0: <laughs> yes, that is the, yes, Aaron Hernandez is a big, big one. Because you're right, it's not something someone said. It's something someone did. And that did was, was well, murder. Uh, and then I got to run her up. I got to run her up. Go is for Isaiah it, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, boy. He lost a lot of money real fast. He sure did, and he almost took down an entire franchise with him. was uh, <laughs> the Isaiah Thomas did. story? The Isaiah remember. Thomas, and appreciate the call, Derek. So Isaiah Thomas, no uh, he retires, and so then he becomes the general manager of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Disaster. Mm-hmm. So much so that they say, you're going to coach us out of this, bro. Disaster. And then charged with sexual harassment and it cost msg the company that owns the knicks and madison square garden all their entities millions and millions and millions of dollars to settle it on isaiah thomas's behalf Mm -hmm. i mean he he isaiah thomas turned himself into a punchline in like a seven year span not to mention comments he made about Magic Johnson after Magic Johnson uh, was positive for HIV uh, didn't want to play with him in the all star game all of those things Isaiah Thomas uh, blaming blaming his kids for medical episodes that he brought on himself I mean Isaiah came out as as a complete jackass and he's never been able to shed that reputation because honestly doesn't really deserve to have that reputation shed oh, uh, let's go to Shelley Shelley. You're on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Shelly. Hi. Uh,
1: well, I've got two of them. I think you may have mentioned one already, but it's my two are uh, Tanya Harding and Lance Armstrong. Oh,
0: yeah. Tanya Harding is great, great, great. That yep. is a great call. And, Shelly, it did not even. And that was in my sports wheelhouse. Appreciate mm-hmm. the call, Shelly. So, you and I are similar age, mm-hmm. Pierre. Mm-hmm. And I remember vividly. Because, you know, when you're 8, nine, mm-hmm. ten years old, that's mm-hmm. your sports fan wheelhouse, yes, right? Like, yes. you're aware of everything. Yes. And, Those Olympics where Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan are going head-to-head after Nancy Kerrigan gets clubbed in the knees by Jeff Galooly. I mean, that was the— Refresh the story because I I remember. So U.S. Figure Skating Championships, Tanya Harding has people in her circle who just so happen to be at the arena, and Tanya Harding gets hit with a club in her knees— while she's waiting to head to the ice and perform in these championships. Turns out these two folks that were involved in clubbing her in the knees, uh, they have connections to Tanya Harding. So it becomes this massive controversy to Tanya Harding. uh, Did she order a hit on her biggest rival? She denied, 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 of course. So they go to the Olympics and the only story in those Olympics were Tanya against Nancy, who was gonna win. What was going to happen? Tanya Harding was a disaster. She was terrible, and she was vilified. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she was the punchline of the world. And Nancy Kerrigan ended up winning silver. But it's one of the darkest uh, it's one of the darkest stories of my sports lifetime.
2: So who ended up? From her, from Tanya's party, who ended up hitting Nancy K It
0: was, it was uh, Jeff Galuli and was like the, the guy was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like it was security. Yeah, exactly, and so, so he Tanya. Like a, he ran past her and. Uh-huh, and so Tanya Harding has never actually been implicated, but there definitely was a relationship with these people mm-hmm. uh, beforehand, so the suspicion is always there, and yeah. it is never, the, the name Tanya Harding, immediately with with most of us will elicit oh yeah that's the one who wanted nancy kerrigan to get clubbed in the knees so yeah tanya harding is a great one that is a
2: good one because Uh, i do remember that one
0: yeah uh biggest falls from grace before phil we've got tiger we've got lance armstrong we've got tanya harding uh we've got marion jones that was a great one from pierre let's go to ronald ronald's on ken levick alive hi ronald
1: Hey, what's up, Kendall Levicka, man? This is a long time missing a first time caller, man.
0: Appreciate you, brother.
1: Uh, yo, so um, check this out. This is before my time, but I have to bring up Pete Rose, and I also want to give a shout out to my brother Frankie Pierre Paul. He just talked to
0: Pierre Garcon. He called me and told me he was there. Y'all, y'all are awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Ronald, good stuff. Appreciate you calling. Pete Rose, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Pete Rose betting on baseball. That is I a fall from his beloved Cincinnati Red and bet on baseball. And here's, here's my problem now, though, and there's enough of a groundswell to where I feel like, despite the fact he bet on baseball, Pete Rose, it's like Barry Bonds. A lot of baseball players theory. have that <laughs> fall from grace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From yeah. Barry Bonds is another one. <laughs> a That's a fall from grace. Players. Now, Barry Bonds, he fell from grace, and then he continued to play and just stick the middle finger up at people. like that. So kudos to Barry Bonds on that. Like, he, he knew that he was just going to get everybody's worst shot all the time. But, yeah, Pete Rose. And this is a guy in Pete Rose who uh, admitted – to gambling on baseball, Mm. but uh, he he has never come out to the satisfaction of baseball to get into the Hall of Fame. Now, for me, like, listen, it's been so far after the fact. You can't deny and you can't not tell the story of baseball without Pete Rose as a part of it. Put him
2: in. Well, now betting is part of sports. So. <laughs> that's the thing,
0: right? Sports betting in this country now is now massive. It's massive. He was and just ahead of his time. Exactly, exactly. Now the problem is he may have uh, he may have been gambling while he was the manager of the Reds, but but again, like it's but you're at gambling this point, regardless.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. But p Rose is a good
0: one. That's a fall from grace that he's never ever ever recovered from. Ah, yeah. These are these tough. are absolutely excellent. Uh, so Phil Mickelson, that's the story of golf. Is we're out here at the Honda Classic. Phil Mickelson, still the story of golf because, uh, well, I know that, that the Saudis uh, have this terrible human rights record, but, hey, I want their money so I can stick it to the PGA Tour. Phil, next time check with me, okay? <laughs> check with me before you open your mouth. I will help you. I will assist you. So you probably just want a bigger purse on the PGA. That's what everything comes down to. He's just <laughs> negotiating. Uh, Ken LeVick alive. Here from PGA National, the Honda Classic. It is Brightline on the move. We're field tripping for the next couple of days here on ESPN 1063. The biggest fall from grace before Phil in sports was whom? You know, there's no fall from grace with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They are your path to the sports industry. They are your path to all of the dreams you've had about working in sports. Professors. In the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, they work in sports. They're teaching firsthand knowledge. You are learning, you are moving on, you're applying, and you're making money. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the best professors, the best internships, and the best program to get you into the sports industry. Take the classes remotely or take them on campus in Boca. Summer semester, fall semester, sign up now. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport to find out more. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah uh, Isaiah Thomas, Aaron Hernandez, Lance Armstrong, Tanya Harding, Tiger Woods, Marion Jones, all options for the biggest sports fall from grace prior to Phil Mickelson. Who do you got? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hit us up on Twitter at KLV1063. We'll continue to take your calls and your tweets. And we've got to ask Pierre about his trip to the Super Bowl because that man went Hollywood for a couple of days, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how we handled uh, heading to Southern California. He's Pierre Garçon. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: You are listening to Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavicka.
0: We're at PGA National Honda Classic, day number one. Bright line on the move. We're presented by
1: the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit FAU.edu slash MBA Sport.
0: In a couple of moments here, uh, once we uh, we uh, we get them set up, uh got a little bit of a surprise here at PJ National. You never know who you're gonna run into. Uh and, and it's not Pierre. Pierre Garcon. <laughs> I mean, we love you, Pierre. We love you, Pierre, but you are you're on this station too much to be a surprise at this <laughs> point. Uh, the uh, the John I. Leonard legend, Colts, Washington Commander, San Francisco 49ers, Pierre Garcon, hanging out with me today here on Ken LeVicle alive, uh, but it is an honor to welcome on a man who is arguably the greatest sports talk radio host of all time. That's very nice. <laughs> Mike Francesa with us here at the Honda Classic. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for uh, for a couple of minutes. Sorry to... Uh, Hi, guys. Names? Ken Levicka. Ken. And this is PR Garçon.
5: Yeah. how are you? I know who, Pierre. Is. <laughs> uh, so, so are, you, are you living down here now, I, Mike? I, I, no, I still live on Long Island in Manhasset, but my kids are still in high school. Okay. I have uh, uh, two... Uh, one sophomore and two juniors, so they still have little ways to go. But uh, I have a house in Palm Beach. I've had one for about five years. So we come back and forth a little bit. And my boys uh, have to go back home tomorrow night. But they wanted to come over and see uh, Ricky Fowler mostly today. Uh-huh. So I brought him over. So I just uh, we just walked over. Uh, you know, uh, My wife was shopping nearby. So we just stopped in and uh, we were walking around. So we're just having a nice day. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, so this is, this is Craig, one of Craig's stations, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I, I only know Craig since he was born. Uh, I was going to uh, say. you well, go- Mel was. was my boss he owned the station for a long time right about he took over the station about two years after we started yeah uh, at FAN, just when everything started to come together. When IMAX had come to the station from NBC, when Mike and the Mayor Dog got together, which was 1989, uh-huh. Mel bought the station and made a veritable fortune with it. And then started Infinity Broadcasting and made another fortune. Spun it into CBS Radio and made another <laughs> fortune. Okay? And then he retired a very wealthy man. Yep. So uh, he was my boss for a long time. He always said to me, I never gave Craig a dollar. Only his mother lent him money. So, uh, but Craig is very good at what he does. Yes, yes he I've is. I've known him since he was a kid, and uh, I'm very familiar with Good Karma, which has bought the rival station. That is Now, true. I've retired from FAN, but FAN's still my station. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't do anything with espn in new york because they're big rivals right right know. right uh but uh, he just took over that station in new york he took yep. over ownership yeah he's not going to program it but he right. owns it and which LA is a smart move yeah but yeah. well, craig only makes smart moves yeah th- that's why exactly. he only makes oh. yep. smart moves he learned well from his father uh, very well
0: and and one of your former interns evan cohen yeah is I, I have
5: enough of them i have about 20 <laughs> something interns who are broadcasters okay <laughs> including including my first which was iron eagle OK, he was he was off one of our first board ops and we knew I was uh, he was at Syracuse at the time. Get, we yeah. knew he was going to be big. OK, so uh, I broke Nance into the business, uh, who's like my brother. Uh-huh. And now iron's is number two at CBS. So we're, we're in good shape there. And and Burkhardt, too. Yeah, we broke Burkhardt in, too. Yep. So uh, we've had a lot of them come through our place. I Like I said, either interns, producers or board ops i got about 25 broadcasters you, who, who worked under us at one time or another. Under the umbrella. Yeah. So, under, mostly under Mike and the Mad Dog, and then under me a little bit after Dog went to Sirius. But, uh, you know, people don't realize that's a long time now. Dog and I split up. In, we were together for 20 years. Yep. We split up in '09, and he's been a Sirius now a long time.
0: Uh, so you mentioned everybody under your umbrella, and now the New York Post reports that Troy Aikman may be going yeah, to ESPN. That could throw everything. You know, Michael's going to go to Amazon.
5: Yeah. I mean, well, they are all chasing the money. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's a lot of money out there and they all saw what Romo got paid and they were very jealous yeah. uh, and Romo broke the bank. He, they went from guys making a decent living to Romo making a sick living, getting paid $18 million a year, and they all said, I want some. So now you have Amazon in there in a big way when Amazon is going to lift all the boats. Yeah. You know yeah. It's the same thing FAN did for, for radio. Radio guys got paid dirt before us and then we made sure we had so much success that radio guys got paid when they were successful millions of dollars so we lifted all the boats same thing they're doing now and for, i'm not surprised troy's going uh I, I don't know who that'll be interesting seeing to see who winds up if joe you know. leaves maybe Burkhart. you know it, it, all these guys can move they, listen when their contracts are up they're free agents they can set themselves up for life you know what they should take the money the only thing you know is that nance will be at cbs forever yeah he is the he is the signature they will never let him leave the institution right he is so locked in with the masters and so many other events that the events don't want him to leave so he will never leave other than that i wouldn't say anybody won't leave and look you know, Eli and, and Peyton have made a fortune with what they're doing at uh-huh. ESPN and with what they're doing with Caesars now, uh, you know, and that's what's crazy is these uh, gambling companies now are paying so much money. It's I crazy. mean, I've had three bidding for me for about six months. I was going to ask you, how are you not in on that I yet? I haven't come back in, uh, but I'll tell you something, the money, it, I, there's a good chance. I don't want to work full-time ever. <laughs> I did it for 35 years every day. <laughs> Those days are done. Yeah, five and a half hours a day for 35 <laughs> years is enough. I mean, that's enough. I (laughs) We did five and a half hours every day. (laughs) One to 6.30 every day. Controlled two time periods and did it for 35 years. That's enough. That's enough. In the number one market. uh, uh, Yeah, and we were number one the whole time. So... uh, uh, I might come back and do a couple hours. You know, I do an hour or two a week mm-hmm. and do a couple of things. But they're talking to me about being doing commercials for them and different things. So I might sign with one of these companies. All right. I mean, but, again, for a very limited role. Sure, sure. I, I, we'd probably be doing more commercials than anything else. Right, right.
0: Uh, just down the road in Jupiter, the Major League Baseball uh, representatives right. and the players are are still meeting. And the owners who are locking out the players say, hey, Monday, or else we're missing games in the regular season. I'm t- of them See, The owners
5: want to miss games.
0: Yeah, they don't hey, absolutely. The I'm tired don't, of it.
5: The players don't want to miss games because that's how they get paid. Uh-huh. The owners don't care if they miss games. The owners care about the postseason. Yeah, because they don't play to pay it. They don't pay the players for the postseason, and that's where they make all their money. Yeah. so they don't care about if, if they miss a month. The o- players do because that's their game. That's their, their game check. So they, they they worry about that. They worry about their first and fifteenth of the month, which is how baseball pays mm-hmm. uh, versus football. But the b- the bottom line is. Uh, From the beginning, I would have been shocked if they don't miss games. They are far apart, and when they get to this point, usually it takes the courts to get them back together. That's how much animosity there is. You know, listen, the owners don't want a salary cap. They won't let them look at the books. So if you have a business where a guy tells you, I'm not making as much as you think, let me see the books, and he says, you're not seeing the books. You're not going to believe them. Well, that's the basis of their relationship. It has been forever because the owners make more than they say. They lie. They all make money, and even if they don't make money year to year, they buy the franchise and sell it for double if they sell it or they keep it, and then they're billionaires. Yeah. So they always, no owner loses money. Right. Ever. No, no. The dumbest owner ever never lost a <laughs> buck. Okay? So, and, and, and listen, most of them are captains of industry who come in because they, they have big egos. They want to be known. No one knows them. You know, when Jerry Jones is making, drilling oil wells, nobody knows who he is. Right. right. When he's... Owning the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it's a big deal. And when he bought it, people said, oh, my God, look how much he paid for it. That's cheap now. Yeah. It's worth 20 times what he paid for it. So they don't make bad deals in that regard. These franchises are worth a fortune. But there's so much rank on animosity. I would be very surprised if they don't miss him.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I want to make sure you go see Ricky and and hang out with your kids. But I want to – I also – what do you make of Russo and uh, jumping on every week with Stephen A to be screaming at him?
5: Well, listen, I mean – you got to remember. I, I look at them very differently. I know Stevens A hey, since the day he got into business. Okay, uh-huh. now he's you know, he's a big deal and people pay attention to him. I don't know why they pay attention to what he says. You know, <laughs> he's not any smarter than he was twenty five years ago. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, th- the point is, listen. He and Doug can both yell a lot. One thing about dog is you cannot out-yell him. You can out-think him, but you cannot out-yell him. I could never out-yell him. I'll lose my voice halfway through the <laughs> argument, but I always figured out how to win the arguments because I could always out-think him, but I could never out-yell him. No way can anybody out-yell dog. It's impossible. No. I think, listen, if he wants to do it, whatever he, at this point, dog has got more money than he needs right now. So if he, if he wants to do something... Let him have fun doing it. God bless him. You know, I mean, everyone's always wanted us to get back together. The odds on that are impossible because yeah. no one has that much money. <laughs> so, uh, and, and we get along fine. I mean, you know, I, I, I go, I played golf with him last summer. He's got his kids. They're in college. They just thought in college. He has one left in high school. Yeah. I have three still ready to go to college. So, you know, uh, he came to a couple of things I did. I to, uh, go do his show once a year. So well, we're fine. We get along great. And if he wants to do that once a week, he'll do a good job doing it. I yeah. mean, and he'll get attention, which is what they want. ESPN's in a weird place like now. They've screwed ESPN up so bad it's ridiculous. I mean, ESPN doesn't even resemble what it used to be. It's, it's a clown act now. But it's been a clown act for a long time, but it makes a lot of money. Hey. And what it's, the bottom line is, it's only supposed to make money. That's the only thing. Yeah. All this is about, you know, you learn a long, a long time ago. I was in a meeting with Craig's uh, dad, and in a meeting, he asked one of the guys, what are we in business for? And the guy gave him some long-winded uh-huh. answer. He was an executive, and he said, no, on your next job, remember... Ratings and revenue, nothing else matters. Bottom line. And he said on your next job because he fired the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was tough. Craig's uh, a lot nicer than his dad was, <laughs> but his dad was really smart, and so was Craig. So, you know, good luck to you guys. Uh, like I said, um, he's done a good job, and uh, he knows how to make money. He does, he does a very good job. Mike, an honor. Appreciate it. Great,
0: Mike yes. Francesa. Good to see you. Good Pierre Garçon, I'm Ken Levicka.
5: Back after oh, this, we're live boy. on ESPN he's 106. He's going be broadcast <laughs> for Harris and France.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken
0: LeVica. That's right, Bright Line on the move, PGA National, Honda Classic Day one. Pierre Garcon, yes, Ken LaVica. I, I just just allow me to to fanboy for a second. <laughs> that was the coolest damn thing that has happened to me in my entire broadcasting career I swear to god okay mm-hmm. and I have I have called countless countless more than i can count division one college football games division one college basketball games i broadcast from Rupp arena i broadcast college football from alabama and auburn i've covered super bowls all of those things but me making eye contact and recognizing mike freaking francesa walking just completely like by himself here at PGA National, and him jumping on the show for 20 minutes, however long it was, that is the damn thrill of a career for me. That was awesome. Hey, man, it's, man. Uh, I'm happy I got to experience it with you. <laughs> <sighs> Pierre, like, this is this is big. I, I mean, that is Mike Francis. I tell you guys, like that is, and I, I can talk about anything, and I will take a topic, and I'll talk for 40 minutes on it, but, man, I don't know how to fully fully put into words just how Is epically like cool that was. The Michael Jordan. That's the king. That's the Pope. That's one He's of the like men. Bill Jackson. Absolutely. Him and Russo Built the sports talk radio genre mm. It exists solely Because of them and he just Jumped on whatever this radio Show is whatever I try to make it and I think That <laughs> this is just a, a silly Conglomerate of me and I, I consider it Me and my friends every single time that You jump on or Theo jumps on or Jeanette or Keeley so there's no topping This guy no that's the king right There he's the pope he I neither mean jacket, that Was awesome yeah was, yeah uh, For, Like honestly if If in, in your football world yeah. Yes, yes. if uh um, yeah He's if Peyton right. just He's walked Peyton. up and said hey guys and jumped on the show that's the sports talk radio equivalent of what just happened on this show with I'm Mike Francesa here My how about this yeah exactly exactly I how damn cool back. was that Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. how damn cool was it that Mike Francesa just jumped on this show for the last 20 minutes live in person didn't even call in we had Home team Tina, book him. She ran up to him, <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder. Tina she goes, are you my friend, Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you want to jump on with these guys? Sure. That's all it took. And then that happened. So that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Now, before that, what we were talking about was the biggest falls from grace yes. in all of sports before Phil. Been a bad week for Phil. <laughs> Been a bad week for Phil. And... Uh, his thoughts on Saudi Arabia and his thoughts on the PGA Tour, and we were getting this thing cranking. Uh, the the athlete that had the biggest ball from Grace prior to Phil, 888 760 3776. By the way, Stone, do we still have Benjamin? Is he still around?
3: Benjamin is still hanging out with the boys.
0: All right, Benjamin is awesome. Benjamin, thank you for being patient. Benjamin's in Palm Beach. Benjamin, you're on Ken Levick Alive.
4: Hey, good afternoon, guys. That was a pretty cool uh, little meeting with Mike there. That was I Yeah, that was
0: awesome. Thank you for hanging
4: through. Who do you got, man? No problem, yeah. I mean, I was waiting around longer than Pierre did on draft day over here. You guys got I me. Mean, <laughs> <and>, um,
0: <laughs> oh, Benjamin's got jokes. Wow. I like it.
4: <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing Pierre. Love I you, man. I um, But, no, nah, yeah, you had mentioned um, Aaron Hernandez, and I, I can't think of anybody else when you talk about, I mean, the guys you listed or the people you listed anybody that was convicted of murder right you know that 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 whole it played out on ESPN where he had he, you had video of him like ditching guns and coming to this front door with no shirt on late yeah. night video it was like it was it was eerie honestly it was it was pretty eerie yeah. and um and then obviously i'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong but he unfortunately he took his own life i believe yes. when he was yes. in prison is that right yeah. he so, committed suicide I in mean, prison yeah, so it'd be pretty tough to top that story. I mean, because you go from pinnacle Super Bowl champion, which in our in our country is like it beats all of this football over everything. Uh-huh. You won Super Bowls. You're with Tom Brady. I mean, that so you're at the pinnacle, and then you literally are lower than you know. Yeah. Anybody can imagine, so I got to go with Aaron Fernandez.
0: Yeah, I yeah, agree. that that is it is hard to argue that 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 is the biggest one. But
2: but you know, well, is the fall. from I Appreciate Greece, the call,
0: Benjamin. Is the fall from grace hard after
2: you know you pass away? Because you know, yeah, I suppose <laughs> if you I, have I, to live with it every day. Yeah, like you're walking around yeah. like, hey, man, you were. <laughs> amazing now you're you know
0: but he he yeah. had to live with what he did oh, allegedly yeah. and then no, uh, i mean it's just it's one of those it's it's arguably the most shocking of all the falls from grace because of i mean we're talking and murder. it was local yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it was local yeah so they, we paid more attention right, there. i was like right. oh my god the, the man that was murdered was local was exactly crazy. and and you this isn't it wasn't just murder it was like premeditated murder as well and so it's There's a difference between shocking fall from grace and what produced the biggest theater. Did Aaron Hernandez produce the biggest theater of the fall from grace? No, but it was striking seeing him come to his door, no shirt, being arrested, being brought into custody, right after winning a Super Bowl, absolutely. But I still think the biggest circus act, the biggest circus act, the biggest clown show in terms of falls from grace that was played out on the world television scale was probably and this was before social media, so it's shocking. Probably Tanya Harding. Nancy Kerrigan. I mean you couldn't go a second without hearing about those two. On every comedy show, Saturday Night Live, every news broadcast, and then after that, social media completely took Tiger Woods and made it into the biggest one of the biggest scandals Mm -hmm. we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But that plays into it. But Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan had so much so many legs to it, no pun intended. (laughs) Uh and that was before social media. I mean that was just circus stuff. That's one of the of our childhoods, Pierre. That's one of the the banner sports moments. Is that whole thing? I do remember where I was at when I
2: heard it, and you know that time era where you know we were listening to what's going on. Yeah. It was a lot of drama, and it was
0: it was it was, it was the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, it spanned all demographics. Like me, uh, white suburban Chicago. You, young Haitian boy in South Florida. <laughs> like yeah, we nice. all had the same experience. Wow, this is it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. Like every, and no matter the language, no matter the background. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I know we got to get to a break, Stone, but Stone, I, I, I know that you've got one of these. Yeah,
3: well, now I have two, because now you guys are definitely rubbing it in that you're at the Haunted Classic with Mike Francesca.
0: <laughs> Francesca was the last straw for you. Huh? Yeah, I mean,
3: it was. So now I'm going to come after both you guys before we get to the to the break here. One, my first fall to grace is Ken Lavica. Now that he can't – he's never going to top what just happened. I know. It's all it's all <laughs> downhill <laughs> from here. Okay, this is the peak. And, 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 you know what I mean? So he will eventually fall, but it will be graceful. So one's Ken. But no, seriously, I, I, I love the topic, and I think – someone that always comes into my head because I was such a Madden fan is Peyton Hillis. And he was in his prime and he got on the cover of Madden yep. and and, and yeah. was awesome throughout it all. And in yeah. 2010, if I'm gonna say it, dare I say he had a more productive season than than Pierre Garcon <laughs> with with with, the, with these Colts and whatnot. But I know I'm kidding, but he had five more touchdowns and I don't know. He went for like twelve hundred yards. But he get he gets on a Madden cover and he just takes the world by storm. And now, this dude, I don't know if he's bagging groceries. I think he's in movies. He's <laughs> I <laughs> have a no question. idea.
2: Should definitely look up, <laughs> we'll see if I, he's on social media. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you alive?
2: <laughs> I did. I looked it up. He and was a beast, though. He was, you know, like he had that face mask. He was running so through guys. He was Mike Ostok. Yeah. recreated. It. Yeah. And like, man, nobody wanted to talk about that. Man, ask a a question. What happened?
3: I, I actually did see. He got th- injured.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he it, that was the Madding jeans. That's what, that's what came, yeah. the Madden jeans, and yeah. he never came back
0: in. Man, yeah, he never came back. He never <laughs> even gave it another go after that. I looked
3: that. up what he was doing now, and he's starring in a movie called The Hunt. Okay. I think that came out last really? year. Yeah, he's a, he's an actor now.
0: That, that's that, I can see that. All right, then that's a good – that's uh, To bounce back. Yeah. That's and, not and fall from grace. No, <laughs> but that also is a good transition yeah. because uh, we have another budding actor in the works – And his name is Brady, and we have to discuss this. Oh, my goodness. We have to discuss this if if we have any desire (laughs) to see what apparently is in the works starring Tom Brady. That's right. TB12 is about to I become think, a th- movie I th- I star. Think, I, think, I think he can do it, but it's no, got to be around sports. But though. let me, yeah, let me give you the premise of the movie before be you just declare in your football world, Pierre, that, oh, yeah, Tom Brady, I'd watch him. That's all good, no problem. Uh, when we come back, Sean Fairholm, Global Golf Post, will give us a couple of minutes here to uh, break down the Honda Classic, what he's expecting this weekend. And then, TB12, the Hollywood actor, do we want any part of this? He's Pierre <laughs> garcon I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.